Welcome to the MSF Farm Talk podcast. In this episode, we're going to take you out to the tractor cab where Cleve farmer Ben Ranford is disc seeding rye into a paddock. Ben is chatting to consultant Chris McDonough as part of the GRDC project Practical Tactics to improve ground cover and ensure soil preservation following successive low rainfall seasons. Ben Ranford farms with his family at Cleve on the Eyre Peninsula and in 2018 the season was very dry and exceptionally difficult for getting crops established on non-wetting soils. Areas of sandy soil with low levels of cover were severely affected by wind erosion and the hostile growing conditions restricted opportunities to establish cover later in the season. A decision was made to deep rip sand in late 2018 and Ben's primary objective was to disturb this smooth sweeping surface and bring clay up from the subsoil to help stabilise the sand. And just to note, when Ben refers to covers, he means cover crops. Take a listen as he chats to Chris about how things have progressed. All right, so just in the tractor with Ben Ranford, the one and only, and we're just talking about some of his wind erosion sites and it's the 17th of June, 2021. So... My dad's 80th birthday. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. I haven't rung him yet. Boy. I'm blaming you. Okay. Um, so, just talking about the other two sites, so we're, we're sowing the original two sites with rye, yep. and I've got all the notes on that, but in terms of, first of all, um, where you had the unique species with the strips of saltbush, yep. what's happening at that site? Really nothing much has happened. I terminated it with a very late summer spray, um, and I was mainly terminating it for blanket wheat that it got established like it was a lot of blanket wheat before I put the covers in and I sprayed it out and then it was really mainly the blanket wheat why I sprayed again to terminate it and then the plan has been to go and sow it with rye at the end of seeding and so that will be that my next project after this and you'll be able to get through it all? Uh, yeah, there's not a lot of cover on there. And you got, you got the disc seed that yeah, jumps in, right? Yeah, the, the disc should do a pretty good job on it. The only thing is if I run out of enthusiasm and go on to other things. Because right. if, if there's enough cover on it, even if it's ryegrass and weeds, I might even just let rubbish grow there over winter, terminate it at the end of winter, and so warm season cover on there again. Yep. Yeah. But from a wind erosion point of view, it's stable. You're happy that you've stabilised it? I think it's pretty stable. Like it looks stable from here. Yeah. I haven't got up there to have a look since, since the big wind. And you're likely to take out more of the saltbush rows or not? Uh, probably in the long term I will. If, if we have good years and I can get plenty of cover on it, I think I'd rather take the salt push out and get in there with the machinery and sow things because otherwise it's just rabbits and weeds. So, yeah, so I, I would prefer to sow something useful on there in the long term. But at the moment, I just want it stabilised. Yep. So just a few general comments. With the season being, it was a late break to the season, there was really strong winds in May, which caused a bit of havoc in this area. I think you, 
you guys made the country air again for <laughs> blowing away. It was an awful day. <laughs> it was very, really, um, yeah, it was a very damaging week. Um, but are you happy that the strategies you've been using have done what you'd hoped? And would it, is there anything that, you know, coming into, you know, second or third year of really wind erosion prone stuff, is there anything you would have done different coming to this seat? Did you make the right decisions in what you did? Uh, largely, I think, yes. It's been pretty difficult because it stayed dry right up until June. So we've been pretty limited in what we would have achieved if we tried to sow more stuff on sand hills. I think it was awesome where we deep ripped, we're looking at it right here, where we deep ripped, and then had 10 mils of rain. I could not believe how good, I guess you're harvesting in massive big ridges and furrows and lots of seed in the bottom of the furrows, but could not believe how wonderful the establishment was and cereal rye on 10 mils of rain on the deep rip stuff. So that's been the biggest win. The deep ripping itself really limited the erosion compared to leaving it flat. Yep. So the deep ripping, was a bit of a handbrake on the drift spreading and then when we got a little rain then we got establishment without lifting a finger so that yeah that that was a really good yeah success just a quick question why are you bothering to re-sow this really thick rye because they're such short runs and i've got to do i, I want to do the ends in this direction so that because I, I don't want to leave the rows lining up with the northwest wind so if I'm going to double sow it, it's just not worth, like, it's very hard to sow in the direction I want to without going straight across the whole lot. And given it's a um, disseeder, you can get away with yeah. sowing it and we're not, not upsetting it. We're not it. killing what's already, what, see, what, what's already there will still, 80-90% of it will still be there. The other thing is, this is very soft and deep ribbed. This is the first time any traffic's gone over it. So it'll be helping to firm it down a little bit like what we're doing on the edges. So next time we go to sow this, it'll be nicer to sow just because we've now just run the press wheels over it, packed it down a little bit. Are you sure you're on the same AB line here? Looks like you're going across it a bit. Yeah, I've deliberately, I'm deliberately about 15 degrees off yeah. how it was deep ripped. And that's because you don't want your wheels to get in a deep ripped, real soft, bit and lower one bit of the machine if you're on an angle you're always yep getting up with a more even even seed uh, placement and obviously your seeding is giving you a chance to get some more fertilizer in it so what's your fertilizer here it's basically 50 50 50 percent map 50 percent urea soa which and 75 percent urea and 25 percent soa so it's so there's a bit of phosphorus, but there's some nitrogen and some sulfur. What about the Ben Ranford Wonder Poo? I yeah, no, I've run home. I <laughs> I cannot be bothered just for today going and filling up the biofit truck. It so it's not getting any biofit. But what I will do once it all comes up, I'll come down here and probably give it ten liters of my multi-mineral biofit, which will have zinc, copper, manganese, sulfur and carbon and all that and then I'll probably put some dissolved nitrogen on it as well.
um, riot in head is that stuff Yes, and that's self-signed rye that must have germinated. Already that must have germinated some that time March, in summer. That yeah. March rain when I was here in March, it had yeah, about yeah. century rain. So cereal rye is tough stuff. Yeah. So you can see how rough this is. This is why I want to sow it twice because the the little dips is probably broadcast and not buried, and then those lumps is probably buried in, inches deep. So you might have to grade aboard this in the future. Well, you'll be amazed, like you have a look behind us, just sewing it a second time on right, a different okay. angle, yeah. you have a look at yeah. how, how much uh, better it is. And it's a, so what I would do is like, it's gonna get sewn again this year with the summer covers. Oh, okay, yeah. We wouldn't be game to roll this, but once it's got enough cover on it, we'll roll it. And a steel roller over this, and it's got plenty of stubble and straw, put a steel roller over this and it will be like a rolling pin that will fix most of those lumps. I'll turn this off if you need to talk on the phone. That's right. <laughs> and just so this this sand hill's been um, deep ripped with a yeoman plough to about 60 centimetres with inclusion plates yep. and we and you left the rye growing, fairly strong rye crop. And you just harvest it in April, just let everything go through the machine, chopped it up, seed and straw and everything, so that that would get yep. chucked down the big furrows. Yep. And it'd be interesting to dig a hole just to see how far it went. Did you do that yeah. sort of thing? Or well, no, but, but we sunk it into to the actual frame. Yeah. So it's however long Dave's Tommins were is pretty much how deep it was going. Okay. And I would say at least 50 centimetres, if not 60 Yep. All right. I'm very glad that there's no March flies here today because last time I was here, yeah. I got eaten alive. I didn't realize yeah. they could eat you through your clothing. Yeah. They, they were only around for about two weeks, but <laughs> in that two weeks, it was like massively intense. Was. Yeah. All right. Thanks to Ben Ranford and Chris McDonough for their insights into what it takes to rehab some gutless, sandy soils. More info on this story and others is now available on the GRDC website with links in our show notes. Thanks for joining us. If you want to hear more, like and subscribe to the MSF Farm Talk podcast. Catch you later.